The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Genesis chapter 41. Um, I mentioned last time we did this Friday that as we look at the end of the story, uh, Joseph's talking to the butler and baker, and now we kind of come to the end that there's going to be several things, we're going to, principles we're going to see in this transition time. We're transitioning from Joseph being in jail to Joseph now being introduced to, the, to Pharaoh, standing in front, interpreting the dream. And so there's going to be several principles. So I'm going to read a passage of Scripture today that uh, I'm going to just pull one thought from. We'll dig deeper into this next time and continue throughout the week to dig deeper into the great principles in this passage. But I'm going to start with one. One simple principle, and it really comes down to our walk with God and uh, some things that I hope we learn uh, from this principle that will help us not only to recognize, you know, grow from things we've learned in the past, but moving forward. So Genesis chapter 41 and verse 9. Uh, the Bible says, Then spake chief, the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with his servant and put me in ward and the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream in one night, and, he, and I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with, the, uh, with us a young man, a Hebrew, a servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him. And he interpreted to us our dreams to each man according to his dream he did interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored to mine office, and him he, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself, and changed his raiment, and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered, answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. So when we look at this, uh, what we see, I just want you to kind of walk through where we're uh, kind of from Joseph's point of view. So two years prior to this event, Joseph had spent some time talking to the butler and baker. And while he was doing this, uh, he was serving and he was serving kind of as the head of the prison, but still himself in prison. When he recognized that the butler was going to be back in the presence of Pharaoh, he begged them, he begged them please remember me. Tell Pharaoh I'm here. Mind him. I, I wasn't. I was stolen from my family, out of uh, uh, from my home family. I I was sold into slavery. Now I'm here in prison, and I've done nothing to deserve any of these things. And I, he said, I'm just begging for help in this area. Uh, let, get help him to see me. Get him. I believe you. Know, get get me out of prison. And so uh, Butler goes back to Pharaoh and forgets about it. We know that it was two years. And we talked just a little bit ago about how you can become uh, disappointed by somehow some of the ways that things work out. So Joseph now has been after what he thought was going to be the answer to his prayer, the answer to get out of prison. Now it's been two years, we mentioned. After a few weeks, maybe a few months, eh, it's been two years now. Uh, from every extent's purposes, the, the, what he thought was going to be God's answer obviously was not going to be God's answer. He had to accept that and move on. And so uh, I don't know what his thinking was at this time, but then think about it. All this time he'd given up hope that the butler was going to be the answer to his, his plight. And then now, two years later, all of a sudden men storm the prison. Guards, very important guards. The people you can tell would have been, um, 
would have been the people who stood in the presence of Pharaoh. It's kind of like if something big were to happen to you, instead of the police coming in to get you, it would be the Secret Service coming to get you. Hey, if something important, we need you to come with us. And, you know, people who don't even really, have, you know, you don't know their names, they just kind of throw you in the back of a, of a tinted limo and take you away. I watch way too much TV and those things, I know. Anyway, um, what we see in that is, you picture them coming down. They grab, for, they grab Joseph and they take him. They don't really even, I wonder if they even explain what's going on. You know, Joseph's just being dragged out of prison. Frankly, anything different than where he's at, it's got to be better, unless maybe he's you know, being taken to the executioner's plot. But anyway, he, he's taken and he says, clean yourself up. Well, now he knows this is good. This is, this, is, this, you know, this is a pretty good thing. And so he cleans himself up and gets placed in the front of Pharaoh. And then as he's standing there, maybe he sees the butler, maybe he doesn't. And the Pharaoh begins to explain to him what he's doing there. Now, one thing I love, I, I will get, a, we'll get into this uh, uh, later, but I love the fact that after 13 years of what people could say is Jesus or God forgetting about Joseph, into the pit, then into Potiphar's house, then in prison, and now he's standing in front of Pharaoh. Now he's standing in the palace. All of this, he could have sat back and said, I can't believe God allowed this, what's going on, but all of this, when Joseph says, I've dreamed a dream, the first thing, excuse me, Pharaoh says that, Joseph's first comment was, it is of God. After all this time, Joseph immediately recognizes and praises God. Now, let me tell you one of the things that I wanted to see from this. Can you imagine? And again, I, if you could say, kind of reading into this a little bit um, from my own perspective of what's happening. So uh, just, just go with me in this episode here. But consider this. Joseph now, two years, thought everything was fixed. He's standing now in front of, uh, of Pharaoh. Everything in his mind, I mean, he, he's been think, reminding, remembering the dream, the, the vision, the promise that God had given him years later, over a decade later, earlier. Um, hope that was kind of probably the thing that held him through. I trust in God. I trust what he's doing. And now he's standing in front of Pharaoh. As he's standing there, Pharaoh tells him, I've dreamed a dream and, and I need the interpretation of it. Can you imagine in that half second before he begins to point to Jesus, point to God. Can you imagine Joseph looking there saying, oh, I get it now. I get how God's promise to me 13 years earlier is now being fulfilled. I see how it was necessary for me to work my way down to the prison to be in the presence of the king's butler so that I could be in his presence as well. Now, all of this makes sense. The next couple of minutes, I'm going to talk about this idea of hindsight's 2020. Hindsight is 2020. I imagine, I can't prove this, this is just my, shall I say, as my dad used to use the phrase, my sanctified imagination. I imagine that Joseph looked back and thought to himself, all of this now makes sense. The, the, the pit, the Potiphar's house, prison, um, Potiphar's wife, and all these things that happened to get me where I'm at, it now all makes sense. And now I understand why God did what he's done. And now all, you know, kind of rushing through his mind, all of these things, uh, we begin to see that God's plan, God, God wasn't oblivious. I know that Joseph never accused him of that, but we in our life can begin to see that God wasn't oblivious. He was working. And now when we go, remember Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to them to love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now you can begin to see how those things work themselves out. Let me tell you just a couple of thoughts in, in principle that I wanted to talk about as we think about for us an application today. Um, when I look back, you know, I, th I think sometimes, you know, Paul tells us in Philippians, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth 
under the things which are before. Let me tell you some great principles I want to mention before talking about the, the second thought. One, you can't live in the victories of the past because God doesn't just live in the past. God's given you victories in the past, which is in passion, encourage you to, to future victories through the current battles you find yourselves in. You also can't live in the defeats of the past. You can't keep saying, I can't, I wish life went back to the way it was back 5, 6, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. It's not going to happen that way. God works differently in every season. I also can't think, man, I'm, I wish I could forget the past. We talked about this last night. Let me tell you, if you didn't watch last night's message, please do that. Towards the end of it, we talk about from Revelation, the church of Pergamos, and towards the end, there's a talk about what it meant when God told them, if you repent. And, and there's just a great principle about the advocate. Take your time and look at that. There's, it's a great, powerful truth. But sometimes we allow the past to hold us back. And we don't realize it's not what God intended us to do. God doesn't intend to drag us down to the past. He intends to treat us as if it never happened. So please understand that when I, when I say we look back, hindsight 2020, I don't mean we look back and say, I wish we could have this right. No, 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 no. I, we, we forget those things. We choose not to live in the good and the bad of the past. Having said that, here's a couple thoughts. When we look at the past, one of the things I think is important we do is when we look at the past, to, one of the things I think, when I look, when I see how God's worked, and I see Entrepreneur, and I see his full plan of being filled out, you know what I have to do? I look back over the last however many months or years, and I say, man, I really wish I had more faith. I begin to recognize my lack of faith in that scenario. I begin to recognize that, but I should have had more faith. I should have had more trust. And I begin to see my weaknesses. And that's not wrong. Because when I look back, I'm not trying to beat myself up, but I look back and say, man, I, next time I want to have more faith in this year. I want to trust better in this year. I want to pray better in this year. I want to I be better than I was last time. So I look back and I think to myself, man, uh, I want to make sure I don't act like that next time. Number two, when I look back in the negatives, I look back and think to myself, now all the things that did not make sense to me now make sense. Why he did this, why he allowed the situations to take place, how he was working in the background when I was convinced he wasn't, how other things were falling into place as, you know, the you know we talk about the butler and baker and the battles and all these things taking place before they even got down to prison to see Joseph. All of these things were taking place. It just don't make a lot of sense at the time. We don't even see them. Remember, now all of this comes together. We, we're reminded, we get to see firsthand now the sovereignty of God, God's work, God's moving. And we get to see all of that. Let, let me encourage you. Uh, it teaches us how we can grow from our weaknesses in our past and, and the great things. There's nothing wrong. We always want to grow from those too. It helps us to remember that God is in control. And, and, and I'm glad that it's not in God. There are times that God gives us to be able to recognize the victories of, from our past because it does help us to see um, the, the, the victories and how he's working and it gives us strength in those times. Let's look at some other things when we think of hindsight 2020. All right? If we look at hindsight 2020, we see that what God's done then we can look ahead and have a greater step of faith. Um, Hebrews 12 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We're going to keep our eyes focused upon Jesus. He says in Hebrews 11, he says um, that faith, without faith it's impossible to please him. Um, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I must live by faith. So I look at the past, I learn, I grow, and then I move forward. But remember what we said in Paul, in, in, what Paul said in Philippians, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling. I think when we, one of the things we have to learn is that, yes, we see God working, and yes, we see how we can grow. So we grow in faith, we grow in maturity, and then we move forward knowing that God is still working. He didn't, it's, not, it's not a one-time event. God is still working. God is still growing, growing us. God is still teaching us. See, Pharaoh, Joseph gets to this point. The story's not over. 
Joseph, get, we're, we're going to look ahead at some of the biggest aspects of the story. We're going to look ahead at, at the preparation. We're going to look ahead of, the, of what took place more in this palace. We're going to look ahead at the at the fact that he's given a wife, that he's given children, where he's going to confront his his family. He's going to see how God used him in so many areas. This is not the end. So now he can look back and he can see, okay, now it begins to make human sense what God was doing. And so he can look back and see that. But this is just the beginning. God has now opened his eyes and says, listen, I'm opening my eyes. I want you to see forth. I want you to see, I've been working. Now I've got even more important things in front of you. And that's what I hope we recognize. Like just because now we recognize, we see an answer to prayer, we see how God did answer prayer, maybe we didn't recognize it. We see all these things. That just gives us strength to move forward, to put our trust deeper in Him. You know what it means? Sometimes we spend all this time in prayer and we think something's not working. And then when it finally does, we say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Can I encourage you? Don't say, okay, I'm good, I'm glad I prayed. No, no, let it drive you to your knees more. Let it drive you in prayer more. Let it help you to recognize that prayer is powerful. Prayer does work. Church is needed. Bible reading is that encouragement you need. Those things that brought you hope and now you see all of it working. Let those things drive you back even more to the word of God. It's more to prayer. Let those things be the things that encourage you and drive you forward and find greater trust in him. When you look to the past, there's a lot of things in the past you can look back and say, I wonder if this is good. I wonder if this is bad. There's a lot of things we can look back. But you know, we can also look to the past and say, thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself. At the time, it did not make sense. Now it does. And allow that truth to be the thing that teaches us, strengthens us, that helps us, that draws us even closer to Almighty God and reminds us of how amazing God is. I know I'm probably a little shorter than normal this morning. I actually didn't keep track of time this morning, but uh, I'm glad that you've taken time to join us on this Monday. And really, outside of it being chilly, it's a beautiful day outside. And if you like snow, you're in for a great week. I understand a couple more times. Tuesday and Thursday looks to be a little bit of snow. And uh, so enjoy the week. Enjoy the chilliness, I guess, the next couple weeks. we got the winter retreat coming up for the teens. And it looks like they're going to have a great winter retreat with a lot of snow up there. And so we're grateful uh, for God bringing that to us. And enjoy it. Spring's coming. For those who you who really hate the spring's coming, it'll be here before you know it. Enjoy the time. Keep safe. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you next time.